0: Ah, well, now the weekend begins. (laughs) It's been pretty busy, and I'll tell you this, I guess it's three hours uh, from now, it's 8.30pm right now. uh, My Russian class ended at 7, and until I pass out tonight, that's my weekend. And tomorrow morning, I'm getting up, and the pressure starts again. Monday, April 4th, 2022, I'm Stephen Sersky, thanks for joining me. This here is my daily audio blog. I run it between Monday and Friday. The initial purpose was as a recollection of my day and as promotion for my May You Make Your Movie video challenge I did for the first time in 2021. Now, since then, I've done a few more month-long challenges. I'm in. I've just started my April After Effects, and yes, I'm behind already. I just finished my March motion challenge. This past January, I did my January challenge, which was a music challenge, and then December drumming, which was a drumming challenge. All of these challenges sort of led me to, I don't know, I guess I needed the, uh, the opportunity to sort of clear my mind, you know, to keep track of some of the things um, that are going on, keep myself straight, because, you know, it's, it's one thing to talk about the things you're going to do, and then it's another thing to actually do them. <laughs> and so this podcast, this little cast, as I call it, this Daily Audio Digest is a bit about that, sort of the things that uh, I'm interested in, the things that I'm uh, producing at the at the moment. a Sort of a behind-the-scenes look. And then also I throw on some things about what it's like to live as an expat. And that's what I'm doing. I live in Beijing, China right now. Uh, although this is not home and I'm not sure exactly when, I'll leave, uh, given that I'm now seeing lots of people who've been here for 15, 20 years leaving the country, and very few people coming in. I'm at year number seven or eight, somewhere around there, I can't remember. I'll tell you, is it 10 years? It's going to be 20 years? Good question. If you're wondering, I am studying the Mandarin language, and that's what I mean by the pressure starts again tomorrow morning. So... This weekend was actually the end of my Chinese classes. So last week I was talking about uh, finishing up with going to class on Sundays. The reason being is because I don't want to spend the time being distracted from the HSK-5 test preparation. So there's a standardized test called the HSK. Hanyu uh, Shui is the Chinese for the Hound Band proficiency of Chinese language level test whatever it is and I'm working on level number five out of the six current levels so yeah you can imagine it's it's getting high up there I mean I my language is still pretty garbage (laughs) I can read a lot better than I can speak and this is what was happening in this class is that the class was a lot more speaking than it was uh, grammar focus and writing and this test that I'm going to take is going to be primarily listening. It's going to be a lot of reading and then some writing. So those are the three things I have to work on in the next two months because I want to write this test in June. I got to sign up by May 14th, which means in order to feel confident to to sign up at that time, I got to start buckling down on that test prep. The class was good for conversation, it was good to, for listening as well, like hearing how other people were speaking, that it was possible, it is possible, there are other humans that are not Chinese who speak this language fluently, and I, mean, I have colleagues who do it as well, colleagues who translate in their HSK 6 or even above, fluent, but to see it and to, to learn along with them is a, lot, a little bit different these the HSK five and the six levels they sort of hold this uh sort of immaculate podium if you will and then you get there and you're like that 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 podium it's stained with like lots of bad grammar and inappropriate tones and stuff like that. Uh yes yeah. so that's what I'm working on right now. And so tomorrow morning uh I am going to start my own self-study once again. Uh, I'm going to get through as many of these uh, textbooks that I have uh, focused on the uh, HSK-5 level uh, for the next two months, basically. I have the standard books, the blue books, so I'm gonna get through those. I'm probably gonna finish my uh, class book as well. There's only four more units, but I could probably do it pretty quickly on my own, like because it's just a lot of reading and then some homework, uh, which I can get people I know to check. Uh, And then uh, the only because the grammar book, the grammar portions for my Sunday classes weren't very much and we weren't going through drills. And that's why I want to sort of step back from the class, step back from the speaking and focus more on grammar development and then writing. So, yeah, if you follow me on any of the socials, you might start seeing me post a little bit more of my Chinese writing scribbles. I don't know not Sure, I'm comfortable publishing my handwriting to tell you the truth. I mean, is it even a concern? I don't know. Day and age has anyone gotten in trouble for their handwriting before? I'm not sure, <laughs> anyway. So, that's the plan. Pressure starts again tomorrow morning to get this done. Mornings aren't as cold for those of you in Beijing. I'm not sure if you noticed we are in this time period, the shoulder season. It's spring, it's not hot. Two weeks, three weeks is going to be hot. It's not cold, but it's it's deceivingly warm and cold. And what I mean by this is that I don't know about you guys in your apartments, but the cold doesn't sting as much in the morning. But as the day proge- the day progresses, you'll notice that you're cold inside. You're like, why that? Why am I so cold? It looks so nice outside. There's green. You go outside, it's warm outside. You're wearing a sweater. If you wear anything more than a sweater, you're gonna be sweating through it. And even still, if you go out and walk during the day and you wear a sweater, chances are you're gonna to have to take it off. It's gonna to be too hot. But then you go back home, you sit there for an hour, two hours, three hours, and you're cold. Toes are cold, fingers are cold. Good goodness forbid you only use cold water to save yourself some money. <laughs> so it's this cold inside warm outside situation that uh, is uh, occurring right now in the Beijing weather but it's good because it's also encouraged me to get up and get going these two days I've started working out twice a day which uh, you know I was thinking about this is it really too? I guess it is because I switched to doing morning workouts in December of last year and then just about last week I started doing what I've been referring to as two days, but honestly during the midday i would if I wasn't working, I'd go for an extended walk anyway thirty minutes forty minute walk forty five minute walk after lunch, or maybe you know before I just had lunch or something like that, like one thirty two o'clock i'd I'd have to get up and stretch my legs anyway, so it's not unusual for me to get up and get going. What I've done, though, for the second workout, I call it a workout now, because what I've started doing is either I do a 20, in addition to, like, if I go for a walk, I will then add another 20 minutes of kettlebell uh, workouts, kettlebell flows, or something like that. Uh, recently, I've started doing, it's supposed to be sprints, but they're not. They're It's faster running. I go from pitter-patter jogging into faster jogging. For no other reason than I really can't be bothered to do sprints. (laughs) I just can't do it. Not yet anyway. But I found with this new methodology of running that uh, I'm actually able, surprise, surprise, to run faster, but it means I'm hitting the target mileage sooner. So this morning I went for a four-mile run. Well, if you've been following along, you know, it takes me about 11 minutes to do it. 44 minutes total to do four miles. Well, this morning it only took me 40 minutes, right? So I got it down to 10 minutes a mile, which is a mile is 1.67 kilometers. So, you know, it's about 6.5 kilometers or so, right? So I'm looking at this, and this actually encouraged me to do the second workout in the afternoon because now I just I put my running gear back on. I run for 20 minutes, which is two miles. Sometimes I'll take the uh, the skipping rope. I'll go do another ten minutes of skipping. Uh, if and <laughs> that's been fun because I I, I I skip on these wooden boards, and I have broken five or six boards over the last three days. Uh, I've been trying to find like a solid board to jump on. None of them are solid. They're all they're not rotten. They're just crumbling. Uh, so. <laughs> yeah, it's not unusual for the rope to either get caught in a nail on a board, or my foot to go through one of these boards, and I don't go very far, it's like only an inch or two in, so, but it's enough to sort of stop you and go, ah, lost my momentum, so I'll do that, or I'll do a kettlebell flow or something like that, so the, this whole 2 days setup has actually been very good, uh, it's, uh, and I've I haven't seen much of a notice uh, just yet, but uh, that is the goal, is to drop a little bit more fat uh, over the next couple of months. Um, The other thing you might wonder is, why are you doing two-a-days? How how do I have the energy for it? Number one, I mean, again, going back to, I was going for a walk anyway. And if I go for a run, I mean, that wakes you up. It, It wakes you up anyway. The toughest part is getting motivated to make sure that you go do it well i mean that's part and parcel of knowing in the morning that i'm going to do a second run in the afternoon so there's the motivation but the whole idea of losing fat well just don't eat as much i'm like nah, i don't like that idea (laughs) that idea i've tried that and it just it wasn't not for me okay it's I have stopped drinking so much, even though on Friday I, I did have a few. I'll, I'm not—I can't lie on that one. But the idea of like cutting back any more food—I'm only eating three or four times during the day anyway, and it's not like I'm having massive meals. Uh, so to me, it's like if I ate any less, I'd just be hungry all the time, and I don't want to do that. So and it's not because I. I can't be hungry, it's why should I, why would, wouldn't, it'd be easier to increase my calorie expenditure than to cut down on the amount of food that I would eat, because my, my other worry with cutting down too, many, too much on the calories is that I wouldn't have the energy, and I gotta keep a certain energy level up, right, like I do do a lot of brain work, uh, if you've been following along, I mentioned I'm doing Mandarin Russian and also Mandarin Chinese. I'm also studying Russian. I'm also doing these these month-long projects. So, and food sort of you know it does keep you going. I don't want to be sitting there suffering, you know, thinking about food, you know, the uh, you know, empty stomach or something. And I know that's very privileged sort of uh, status here, privileged situation, but it is the situation. It's the op- opportunity. So I'm going to use it. Two a days, keep on eating, don't drink so much. That's the plan. Yes, Russian class had that today. Uh, My teacher for tomorrow has actually postponed it once again. I suspect that she's going through some sort of paperwork uh, that she needs to do because she has relocated from Kiev uh, in Ukraine over to France. So uh, uh, we'll probably meet up again on Friday... Uh, and then uh, next tuesday i book I book about three lessons a, a a week right now and we'll see i mean why, why russian russian is mostly a distraction from chinese it really is it's not one of these i did i do kind of have this idea of taking the uh european uh framework tests the CIFRA, like sort of torful like uh the proficiency tests for the for europe i thought about doing it i i, I still kind of am but I kind of want to do them in Moscow or Saint Petersburg, and given the current, uh, you know, shitstorm that's happening in, in Ukraine, I don't, I don't know if I'd even feel right going to Russia at this moment to tell you the truth. I, I just don't know if I could do it. So could I go to Ukraine? And like, where else would I take these tests? I mean, I can take them here. They're more expensive here. Like it's far more expensive to take this uh, those tests in Beijing than they are to take them. Uh, in uh, St. Petersburg himself. But then again, living costs in St. Petersburg. Would have been nice to go, but uh, it might be a while before I would feel safe going to Russia. And the reason I say that is because of the global outlash towards Russia in this situation is such that, you know, you go across the border, you're a traveler, they're going to ask you, where you're from, and they're going to peg you for, you know, oh, Canada did this, Ukrainians did this, oh, uh, such and such country did that, you know, so it's, it's not gonna, the situation has changed, and so it's a little bit disappointing, uh, why will I keep on doing Russian? Well, I've kind of started, I don't, f- I, it's not a waste of my time, I don't think, it's like in 10 years, if I mentioned this before, I think there's going to be more expats as a result Of the current situation. Uh, So. It's not a waste of time. It's a distraction from Chinese. uh, And it's certainly something that I can see myself using. Eventually. Even though maybe not just yet. So. Yeah. That. uh, We'll continue on. We'll see. You know. If I don't feel like doing it. If I. Although. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what would change my mind. To stop studying Russian. To tell you the truth. Other than. Other than Finances. And at the moment, finances are okay, even though we're not working very well very much. I can tell you that stocks are doing well. And there's actually oh if anything there's one of these situations where like I had that stock at that price. Had I held it, <laughs> had I held it, I would not be so concerned as concerned about money as I am. But be it as it may. I made the choice to sell early, and I did. Made money. Just could have made a lot more money had I held it a lot longer. <laughs> there are lots more opportunities. Common uh, Wall Street maxim is you can't go broke taking a profit. You can't. It's basically impossible. But sometimes those profits, those opportunities, I mean, very few of them. And right now we are in uh, major bull market for energy, especially Canadian energy, lithium stocks, like a lot of the, uh, for EV manufacturing and stuff like that, huge, huge potential. So, yeah, I mean, if you haven't looked into this stuff, you got you to take a look at it. Of course, consult your own advisor, uh, financial, whoever, uh, but that's certainly something to look into. After Effects begins, April After Effects. The, uh, actually, this is, this is a good point to actually ties in with the uh, the stocks. Uh, after, so I'm doing this right now, my month-long challenge for this month, all throughout April, is to every day spend some time getting to know this program, Adobe After Effects. I've been wanting to do this for years. This is a industry standard computer graphics program uh, that does visual effects for film, TV, and social media, right? Motion, Apple Motion is sort of, I want to say, the, the younger brother of it, even though it's been around for just as long, if not long, I can't remember uh, which one was uh, released first. After Effects became a specialized program. They dedicated themselves to it, whereas Motion was sort of just kind of bundled off to the side by Apple. Apple didn't focus on it. They did not want to take on the likes of Adobe or like Adobe After Effects, that is, or uh, Avid in terms of media editing, media composition. They were good with Final Cut Pro, which is also kind of an industry standard, uh, but motion was never really seen as being uh, something that Apple was really putting a lot of effort behind. Now it's changing, you can see it changing, especially with the latest release of the Mac Studio that Apple uh, has just released a month ago or so, this month, I guess, last month, I want, last month, March Motion, I spent the whole month working with Apple Motion projects, this month, I finally got Apple, uh no, sorry, Adobe After Effects installed, I just got it installed last night, uh, there were some issues accessing my account and everything, so I was like, alright, well, I'm already behind on that one, not a problem, I will catch up, first impressions, it's not as intimidating as i remember it but that's because after spending so much time with apple motion and you'll remember quite a few of these projects for apple motion i was like i don't know what i'm doing it's i mean it's very intimidating now i'm kind of like as well, you have the concepts down the tools a little bit different but the the concept is the same you know keyframe you know, fade in fade out opacity and you know, timing uh Keyframes are like tells the computer what at what point to do what something or other. Which effects do you use? Blurs, Gaussian blur is probably the most famous one. You know, sound effects and you know fade in, fade out. that's there. Twirl in, scale in, scale out. Make it bigger, make it smaller. Things like this, very basics, very basic. So that's a. Uh, those are the things that I've been working on with March Motion. But, well, um, oh, no, those aren't the things I've been mainly working on with March Motion, because with March Motion, I've been doing a lot of animation. And After Effects is known for this as well. After Effects is known for a lot of, like, if you have uh, an actor on, um, like, a, uh, what would you call it? Like a, a brace, a cradle, and they're flying around the room or whatever, you would use After Effects to rotoscope, that is, paint out that belt and the whole rig, and then you replace it with the background. So it's part of the green screen effect. That's what After Effects is used for. Apple Motion is more for, like, you know, your prosumer wedding videographers, travel vloggers, uh, people who don't need to be rendering 7,000 lines of, uh, 7,000 clips of, co- uh, of whatever. I mean, it's meant for, like, titles and little effects, not cinema on the screen, hey, I can do that sort of stuff, uh, or I made that sort of thing, right? I'm working on both of them. I want to develop a bit bit more of a proficiency in these. I've been putting off learning these for a while, uh, and so hopefully this year, especially as next month, May, I'm looking forward to this, May Make Your Movie. That's going to be my second time doing this video challenge. Every day making a different type of movie or making a, a movie of some sort, will be interesting to see how things evolve. Especially if, with After Effects, Motion, May make your movie, how can I all combine this? So, these are, this is uh, things that are going on. Now, I mentioned this uh, interesting with the stocks and how it ties in. So, this is my thinking with this. Of the things that I've spent my money on, there's been a few things notably. I bought physical books recently, but very few. By far it's ebooks. Mostly ebooks or used secondhand books. Second hand from all the expats that are leaving. <laughs> Code. Learning tools. I bought a lot of courses. Udemy. I bought like I can't remember how many courses, but well, even I bought some courses on computer graphics, Blender, uh something else. I bought like a, a Python, a couple of Python programming uh, courses, one in Russian as well. Uh, I bought a management course as well, just because it was like 10 bucks or something, or 15 bucks. I'm like, yeah, sure, do it. Why not? Things like that. Workout equipment. In terms of the stuff, and this this idea came up a couple weeks ago where people were talking about, you know, what are we going to do when the robots take over? I'm like, oh, I've got a great vacation. I'd probably get to do a whole lot more of the things I like to do. That is, and what am I doing? Well, programming computers to do stuff. You know, writing stuff, being more creative, not having to worry about being at work at 8.30 and with a collared shirt and washed hair. You know, that sort of idea. So, I, I mean, thinking of it, the things I'm spending my money on with these lithium stocks that are going up, the energy stocks are going up. I mean, I'm buying stuff that I use to either stay healthy, uh, generate ideas, or produce some sort of content by way of blogs here my website stevensterski.com you can go go there read my travel blogs you can listen to my podcast there those are the things i'm spending my money on so thinking about that how it all sort of fits together i spent 30 bucks uh 31 dollars on renting adobe after effects renting because you can't buy it this is the other big difference between after effects and motion motion one time charge 50 dollars done After Effects, that's $30 a month. Single app. Monthly billing. You can get a part of the cloud, but I mean, it just increases the cost. So that's what I'm spending my money on. Uh, It's not travel. Is travel dead? I'm not even sure. (laughs) But instead of traveling now, I do spend a lot of my time uh, working on these computer graphics. Um, Whether or not I'd want to dedicate any more time to this stuff? Good question. I don't know. Another thought popped into my mind. In addition to all the other things, I haven't really. This idea has come up before. I've never acted on it. Start a newsletter. Harvest emails. That's what people say. Start click. Start building your email list. I'm like, I don't know if I want any more. Really, what what would I write? But then I think of this podcast and I think of the other podcast and go, What would I talk about? Well, you you found it out. You found out. right? And same with my travel blog. What would you write about? Well, I'll figure that out too. Speaking of which, I haven't posted on my blog for a while. That's because I'm doing these audio blogs, these daily ones. So I'll think about it. I don't know. I have a title for it. I think it's kind of funny. And it's sort of a, a bit of a, tri- a tribute to my father um, as he'd like to talk a little bit. And uh, yeah, so he's uh, had a particular way of answering the phone. Zersky. he used it. He made it simple. So anyone who called the office, would know who they were talking to because he had just used their family name. Folks, I'm going to leave it there. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. I hope you got a little laugh out of that, learned something, maybe, hopefully, and that your studies, I know some folks who listen to this podcast are also studying Chinese and some other languages. hope you guys are uh, able to keep motivated, keep going with your studies. Show notes and tracks up on my website, stevensursky.com. Thank you for listening. Have a great week. And if you're in Beijing, if you're in China, I guess it's Happy Qingming. I'm not sure if it's a happy festival. But uh, yeah, Uh, have have a good weekend. Have a good long weekend. And uh, we will be back to work on Wednesday here in China for the rest of you, rest of the world. um, Happy Ramadan as well. Um, Rest of the world, well, let's go. The week starts. Thanks for listening, folks. We'll talk again. Bye-bye.